Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. This is Charlie on Union Jack Radio at the Gresham Apart Hotel in Leicester to bring you more highlights from Union Jack at the Leicester Comedy Festival. We have got some more games and we're going to catch up and have a laugh with some comedians performing, including Katie Pritchard and possibly the best and maybe the only AI improv performer in the world. But first, a guy that you'll recognise from Live at the Apollo, stand-up sketch show and roast battle. It's Stephen Bailey. Thanks for having me. Welcome to our snazzy Well, room. I'm surprised we're allowed to do this in this day and age, taking me to a hotel room, promising me sold-out shows. I think it's very inappropriate. I know, we can't not have phones. <laughs> so seedy. And you've not even got good lighting. I know, I would not get this from a proper predator. <laughs> So you've got two shows on at Leicester tonight. Oh, well, the first one's on tonight and the next one's tomorrow. Tell Correct. us about the work in progress. So the work in progress is me feeling like, what, I've not learnt the show yet. To so I told you earlier, off mic, I'm trying to become a cleaner comedian because I've been shamed into it by reviewers. Because obviously if you're not talking about like LGBT rights, women's rights, trans rights, you know, you don't have a show. So therefore, I'm now an activist. But the issue is, I've really got into it and I think I'm actually an activist <laughs> because now I find myself walking up to comedians after shows and be like, I don't think that's appropriate to say that. Nice. <laughs> Whereas I used to roll my eyes if someone would do that. Oh God, let them make them laugh. No, now I'm like, I think you're adding to the problem. I don't know what's happened to me. Steve Bennett, that's what's happened. <laughs> so you've got your show tomorrow, which is the main full show. It said that you want to be the mission to be Stephen. Yep. Who is Stephen? Not necessarily be Stephen, but all the sides of me. Because I find like when it comes to um, a review or industry, audiences get it. Reviewers and people in the comedy industry treat audiences with such disdain. But I see them as our bosses. And then I was like, well, I really respect someone's paychecks. I want them to have what they come for. But also, I want The Guardian to start liking me because that's <laughs> how you get on Mock the Week instead of trashy <laughs> Channel 5 shows. And therefore, I was like, okay, so I've written something. And I was like, why don't we look at all sides? Like, why do we have to go, you're the camp one. You're the political one. You're the woman. Surely we're all nuanced. I don't even know what that means, but I've started. It sounds good, though. Yeah, it's I've nice. I started like, putting it into... You said it confidently enough, yeah. so I believe it. And then I took it back, so I'm not fully <laughs> confident. But I just feel like nuance is a good word to get you an extra star. And so everything about the show is nuanced. Can you give us an example of a nuance that people can expect? Yeah, I love um, the nuance of um, nuancing your way through life. Yeah. You know? And that's just what I do is I just nuance here and there. And the show's 60 minutes and it starts in this way. And then the nuances of it make it go a different way. And you know? it, it sub subvert it and divert people's thoughts. Oh, and you know I love a bit of subversion <laughs> and a little diversion, unless it's on the motorway. Am I right? <laughs> And jokes like that as well. So that works as well in the show. Yeah, no, that was improvised. So imagine what pre-written wow. thing's going to be like. You've got the work in progress tonight. You've still got time to put those type of jokes in. Yeah, the only one I'm really struggling with, but I text, do you know Robin Morgan? He's a very funny comedian. So I was trying to do this bit about gaslighting because I really believe, do you know like everything that's happened with the government and everyone's so shocked that we've been lied to? Yeah. I feel like, are you... Have you lived and grown up in the same country as me? <laughs> we're lied to all the time. We're lied to about like the whole Santa thing. If you're naughty, he won't come and see you. But if you're nice, like they encourage you to be nice. So this big fat man comes and see you and then you <laughs> sit on his lap. But then if I do that with Dave in the park, that's creepy. <laughs> like, so it's like, we've just been lied to our whole time. So I did this bit, but I was trying to go down the gaslighting angle and Robin just went, well, what about if it's more about lying? So now I've rejigged. I don't even know what the question was anymore, but I'm just, no, I'm, about, no, I'm nice. just telling you about Robin Morgan. Um, 
So I cannot bear these comedy shows that do not give attention to punchlines. Like it's all very well having your message, but you need a punchline on everything. So I felt like on this bet, I was like, I've got the funny lead up, but I've not got the thing to wrap it in a bow. So Robin was like, stop thinking about gaslighting. I'm thinking about lying. So now I've got a punchline. She got nuances, punchlines, the whole set in the show. Yeah, and you're saying that with a little twinkle in your eye and a, a wry smile. Like no, seriously, no. Nuances but, and punchlines tonight. No, no, no. no, nuance, fair enough. But punchlines, I don't know if you watch comedy anymore, there's very few punchlines around. No, I get, we keep really there's very just ends, few yeah. punchlines. They're like, you know, climate change. We should pay attention to that. Then the audience applause and they're like, I've solved climate change. It's like, you've not. Um, <laughs> I have a job. climate change joke. Oh, it got cut from my show because I just don't think it's very on brand for me. But I thought it was dead funny. You can say it now, yeah. Okay, great. So I'm doing my bit for climate change now and I'm trying to be better at everything. Like single-use plastic, I only use it once. <laughs> Thank you. I took that out because I thought, it's not my audience. But then the minute the Guardian reviewer is in, you've got that joke ready to go. Well, I think if they're thinking about giving me a four, but then I charm them after, I was like, oh, you should have heard some of the ones that got caught. And then they'll go, mm, go on then. Well, you get five stars from us if you want to put that on the poster. You're all it, right. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Are you then going to take the show on tour? Yeah, so I'm on tour with Catherine Ryan at the minute, which is a dream and a privilege, and then um, take it on tour next year. So if I could win the Leicester Comedy Award, that would be really great just to help because I'm not going to Edinburgh because I don't have the time, money or inclination. I'd rather get a new bathroom. And Leicester is the best festival. No, I do love Leicester. It's one of my favourite places to gig. What I like is because people actually want a good time and it's part of their night out. If you're funny, you know you're funny. And if they're not laughing, you need to reevaluate. And do you have anything else to plug at all? No. Brilliant. Perfect. <laughs> we are going to play a game with you in the bar of this apart hotel. Yeah, I think I know what the game is. And I just want to really flag that I am driving. Remember that. And we'll be back with the game <laughs> after this. <laughs> Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. It's Europe's biggest comedy festival. 800 performers, 560 shows, 64 different venues. We'll bring you all the tip-top, first-class, cream of the crop, top-notch, five-star, finest. Yeah, you get the idea. Just the best shows from the festival. Throughout February on Union Jack Radio and Jack Radio Player. This is Charlie on Union Jack Radio behind the bar, the Black Iron Social. It's got a lovely marble front here, some beautiful drinks. And I'm slightly scared of the drinks as we're now in a cocktail making challenge with Stephen Bailey. Hi, babe. And Josh from the Black Iron Social. Hello. Hello. I'm going to set you the challenge now to make a signature cocktail for Union Jack Radio. You have 90 seconds. From when? Now. So we've got a wide range of spirits here, which they're using, different strengths, different colours. There's some fruit. Oh, there's some vodka going into Stephen's one there. Oh, the, oh, he left the cap on, which is why. Can you explain your thought process so far, Stephen? So far, I like vodka, so I've gone for vodka. Nice, that's a good thought. this one. I mean, something very thick has just gone into Josh's one, which scares me slightly. <laughs> And what uh, flavours are you adding now, Stephen? I'm adding peach because you lot um, at Union Jack are, are sweet like a peach's bum. Lovely. That will go on our poster. You've got one minute left. One minute? Slightly worried about this now. I'm enjoying some... Just taking a sneak peek in Josh's one. It's a very thick red colour at the moment. Again, they're going for very, like, blood reddish colours. Very... Blue, but I'm scared of how you'll then make a blue colour from there. There's a little blue thing here. Blueberry. Oh, We're now adding some blueberry. 
Oh, that's lovely. That's, oh, it's got very Halloween-ish going in. You've got 30 seconds left now. Josh is already shaking. Josh has got a lot of ice in this one. Maybe Steve, you need to start shaking as well. Could add any fruit? Whatever you're in a lesser bad. So you're going to put it into this glass? I am, yeah. Lovely. I'm going to steal this. Steven's got a glass inside. They've gone for different shapes of glass. I'm not sure if that affects the taste. You have 10 seconds left. I'm not going to be able to... You're going to go for the coconut. That would be quite an interesting one. Lovely. That's, again, like a blood red colour. Okay, we've also got lovely pink. And your time is up. It's not up yet. Lovely garnish. If we place it right here, here we go. Oh, yours looks so nice. You got Josh. the fruit in yours, though. I didn't. I'm going to... So I feel like I should be doing a Master Chef style. We got here a lovely red cocktail, but could you talk me through the of cocktail? Of course I can. So I used a, a double pink um, Burley's gin, that's Leicester gin. On top of that is some strawberry puree, uh, lemon juice, and pineapple juice. So you've got a bit of fruity in there, a bit of tartness from the strawberry puree, and then a nice kick from the, uh, the gin. Fruity and a bit of tart. That is Union Jack Radio as Josh sees it. Stephen. Um, so I went with vodka, because I like vodka, so I thought you would. Then I went with peach snaps, because you're peachy bum. And then I went with red cranberry, because, you know, the Union Jack has red in it. But then I also went for orange, because, you know, the Union Jack has orange in it. And then I went for the blueberry, because you started picking on me. And so I thought, right, well, we'll put the blue in the Union Jack flag. And then I um, just lobbed in a load of fruit and put it in a coconut and hope that was going to be sufficient. Oh, and here, have a straw. I was going to say, Josh, is there official ways that I need to drink this one? Is it this one's I, got... Yeah, I think you can drink that one however you like. Okay, so... <laughs> nice, isn't it? It actually is. It tastes like just like a melon fruit drink. That's what it's dangerously not tasting alcoholic. Because I was like, if Union Jack Radio was a fruit, they'd be a melon. Nice. <laughs> Shall I ask why? No. Nice, okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to try Josh's one now. Just going to take a sip of this one. It's got more of a tang to it. A bit of tartness in there. Lovely bit of tartness. <laughs> Who's the winner? That's the question. I have to say the presentation is coconut cup. I am going to have to go for Stevens, yeah. I think. Cheers. I would have gone with Josh Cheers. <laughs> we even got the fruit in there, though. I didn't manage to get any fruit in mine. I know, but yours actually looks like a professional endeavour. Mine was like, oh, you've just got to do something in 90 seconds. I'll tell you my secrets, Josh. It feels like something that's good, but probably not for a bar as elegant as this one. So, Stephen. Your gigs, your work in progress tonight. Where can people see you? So I'm at the Black Horse in Aylston tonight with Brennan Reese, And tomorrow, Thursday the 9th of February, I'm at um, the Brewdog, just the tonic at the Brewdog for my own show. And where can people find you on socials? Um, at Stephen Comedy. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. Hi, I'm Katie Pritchard and I'm a stand-up sitting down. Have you stuck to your New Year's resolution? I don't believe in New Year's resolutions because I can never keep them, so technically yes. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, well, this is a difficult one. I, basically, I just, I would, <laughs> I really wanted to be covered in slime. That's not happened yet. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, and, well, basically I just wanted to do shenanigans. So I've done, I'm doing shenanigans, but I've not done the slime yet. Dave Benson. What's something really unimportant that you're good at? Playing a slide whistle and a recorder at the same time. Just <laughs> put them both in my mouth one day and <laughs> that was that. What do you wish people would ask you in interviews but never do? 
Why Why were you so rubbish at violin when you were a kid? What's your show all about? Good question. Um, uh, tonight I'm doing one called The Estate Agent, which hopefully the title should give it away. Um, it's a horror comedy show about an estate agent based on true events. Um, and then on Friday my show is called Disco Ball and it's basically about what's inside my head being on the outside. <laughs> Where can people find you on social media? Everywhere. I'm at Katie Pritchards. There's an S at the end, and I don't know why I did it, but I've regretted it ever since. <laughs> Grab tickets to the Leicester Comedy Festival at unionjack.co.uk. This is Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm Charlie, and that was a challenge with Katie Pritchard, who, if you were looking around the streets of Leicester today, would have seen her diving in and out of Primark, buying costumes for her work in progress, which took place tonight. That's how much of a work in progress the show is. Now, next up, we've got a thing which might be a first... It's a first for me, for sure. Definitely a first for radio, but don't quote me on that. Just take my word for it. An interview with Piet and... His robot AI friend, Alex. Hello, Piet. Hello, Charlie. I'm really happy to be here. Improbotics is a show when there are humans and some AI, computers and robots on stage, and they do the show together. So initially it was just a duo uh, with a human and a machine. And then I realized there was somebody else, Corey Mathewson, who was in Canada, who had the same idea. So... We connected uh, and we started doing shows together. We had a show in Edinburgh in 2017. And in 2018, we started a bigger human cast because we wanted to bring the joy of improvising with robots to the rest of humanity. And are humans easier to work with than robots? Yes, they are very excited. So those robots are very cute and everything is under control. And when it's not under control, it's even funnier. And the robot's called Alex. Yes, it's an acronym. It stands for Artificial Language Experiment. And when Alex misbehaves, do you refer to them by their full name or is it always still Alex? It's always Alex. I think it's very important. So Alex has been trained. It has learned a lot. It has learned by reading 40 million web pages. Wow. The script of 100,000 films. And it uses that to predict what it's going to say. Have you always wanted to try something else with robots? I mean, if they learn scripts that quickly. Oh, yes. Uh, in our play, the robot is also painting. And it's very strange. And it's also fascinating. Cool. So you have the show at the Attenborough Art Centre. Yes. How does the show work with the robot? Oh, yeah. So in the show, um, there are many be beats. There is um, just using uh, the robot with a cast of human improvisers who do normal human improv. But there is a robot cast member with them. So for instance, we try to tell a story one line at a time and the robot comes up with strange suggestions and then we reincorporate it. We yes and it and we build on top of that. Then we do uh, scenes where the robot is on stage with an improviser and maybe they are driving a car on a, on a road trip or maybe uh, it's a guest coming for dinner and let's see what happens. That's really nice and uh, what obviously award categories because there's best newcomer there's always best show are there any actually robot categories available in the Leicester Comedy Festival is that something that we should introduce? Um, no unfortunately not yet. So I think the petition starts now I think yes. we need to introduce the Union Jack Radio Award for best robot newcomer and best robot performer. Yes, Alex will be delighted. But well, I, I don't want to reveal it straight away, but I feel that Alex has a very good chance of winning. Thank you. Brilliant. So 
it's at the Attenborough Art Centre in the main hall. The show is called Artificial Intelligence Improvisation. It's at 4pm on the 19th and 20th of February. Could I interview Alex? Yes, you're very welcome. Brilliant. He's very excited to be interviewed. This is Union Jack Radio. I'm Charlie and I'm joined by a very special guest. This is Alex. Alex, how are you today? I'm great. How about you? Thank you so much for asking. I'm doing really well. Are you excited to be performing at the Leicester Comedy Festival? Of course I am. I've been waiting for this event since I was a small child. Which comedian are you most looking forward to seeing? I'm not just saying this because you're here, but it is obviously you. We'll be there for about 12 hours. They can expect a good time. Are you a fan of British comedy? Especially at Union Jack Radio, we, are, we love the best of British. I feel like I should be very proud to say this to you. We have invented an award just for you because we feel like as a robot performer, you are quite unique at the festival. So we are pleased to announce that you have won Robot Performer of the Year at the Leicester Comedy Festival as voted for by me, Union Jack Radio. How do you feel? Well, I am just a robot, but I do feel very special. Oh, I feel wonderful. It's just an honor. And do you have anyone to thank? I thank my mum. It's going to be my crowning glory. I am just glad to be booked here tonight. Quite right too, and it's an absolute honour to meet you. I'll be your friend. I feel like we're the best of friends already, so thank you very much, Alex. And Alex, what is your favourite radio station? Playing Union Jack Radio, of course. Absolutely correct. Thank you so much for joining us, Alex. Thank you, Charlie. Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. And that is another show done right from the heart of the Leicester Comedy Festival at our HQ at the Gresham Apart Hotel. Thank you so much to everyone who took part in the show today. Katie Pritchard, Piet and Alex, and thank you to Stephen Bailey. But unfortunately, I've not been able to finish your cocktail. We are going to be back tomorrow where we're going to catch up with Eris Simmons, Tez Ilias and more. So see you then. This is an original podcast from the Jack Radio Network. Discover more on Jack Radio Player.